Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson. Hope you're doing well today, and I am thrilled to welcome back Dave Alpern. That's right. He was a guest on this show maybe a month ago, and and, and he was so great that, that I wanted to have him a, a part of the Man Up Charlotte conference, and so we did this interview for the conference, and then I wanted to share it with you as an Unpacking It listener because th- this topic that, that he discusses is is so important for for you and I to to think about to understand to to wrestle with and and find some solutions and and ultimately seek God's direction uh with and that of course is the work life balance and Dave who who is the president of Joe Gibbs Racing uh, has a new book out called Taking the Lead and and he talks a lot about the book in our last podcast interview today we focus on chapter 17 it's it's called, it's entitled uh it's the chapter is titled achieving that elusive work life balance and, and so he talks all about it i'll give you some thoughts at the end of the conversation on on kind of my my own experience with with work life balance but before we jump in uh with dave let me uh ask you this do you need to get your own health insurance well go to healthmarketgenius.com that's healthmarketgenius dot com support them as they support us and know your options all right here we go the president of joe gibbs racing taking the lead winning business principles that fuel joe gibbs racing here uh, on unpacking it and a part of the man up charlotte conference dave alpern intriguing guests and inspiring conversations this is unpacking it with bryce johnson As the Man Up Charlotte Conference continues, we are joined right now by Dave Alpern, the president of Joe Gibbs Racing and author of the new book, Taking the Lead, Winning Business Principles That Fuel Joe Gibbs Racing. You can find it on takingtheleadbook.com. Dave, it's so great to have you a part of Man Up Charlotte. How are you? Bryce, man, I'm doing awesome. What's up, man up, Charlotte? Uh, wish I could be with y'all. I am in Nashville for an inaugural NASCAR race this weekend, so hoping that it goes well back in Charlotte. Miss you guys today. Absolutely. Well, we're, we're thrilled to, to still have you involved, and we're going to focus our, our time on, on something very specific. It's very challenging, and the majority of us deal with this topic, wrestle with this topic, and you called it in Chapter 17 of, of your book, uh, achieving that elusive work-life balance. And, and so the first question, is work-life balance possible, and, and why is it so important? Uh, well, 
yes, it's possible. Now, it depends what your definition is. Again, there's, <clears throat> I think a lot of it depends on your stage of life. Okay. You know, we all have different stages. You, you, if you're, if you're single and you don't have kids, work-life balance looks a certain way and that's prioritizing, you know, what are the important things to you, your faith, your friends, what are some hobbies, maybe taking care of yourself. Then you get into the, you know, married with kids stage and work, work-life balance looks a little bit different because now all of a sudden your ministry is your family. It's those kids and prioritizing them. Some of the me stuff gets pushed to the back, but it's still important. And then, and again, you, you may be, Hey, you may be in medical school right now. If you're in medical school, work-life balance for you is going to look a little different than maybe it is for someone else because of that stage of life that you're in. So the answer is it is achievable, but the main thing that I talk about in the book and that I would charge each of you with is it doesn't happen organically. You have to be intentional about it. You can't just sit back and go, man, I have no work-life balance and then say, well, I'm not really doing anything about it. It's because things are going to hijack your time and your number one commodity in your life is your time. And so you have got to take control of the time that you that you are able to take control of. Again, some of it is already partitioned out for you got to sleep, you got to got to work. Um, but being intentional and prioritizing it, and we can talk about specifically what some of that looks like. So the the, the short answer is yes, it's doable. The true answer is it's hard, and you have to be intentional about it. From your own experience in, in, in your life, what were some of the key changes that, that you had to make as your career continued to take off and, and you were finding success uh, with Joe Gibbs Racing? How, how did you then balance the, the most important things in your life, faith and family? Yeah, well, it starts with a hard issue, and that is I had to come to a place where I, where I honestly believed that my job wasn't my identity. And mm. if you were not in that place, it's, you're going to have a hard time prioritizing other things if your job is your identity. And and let me say this, really, really hard in culture today, because what's the first thing, particularly men, ask other men when they meet them? Hey, what's going on? What do you do? It's the first right. thing you ask. And we never say, hey, I'm a great, you know, I'm, I'm a follower of Christ or I'm a, I'm a great dad or a great husband. We say, well, I'm, you know, I work at so-and-so and, so, and it, it's this badge of honor. And, and so it starts with, do I, you know, is, is work my identity or, or is it not? And so coming to that place for me was, was kind of the first step, but I think for me early on, and, and actually in my new book, I, I draw is a very simple diagram, you know, draw kind of circles where you start with your relationship with God, and then you got your family and your close friends, then, you know, then other friends, then acquaintances and et cetera, et cetera. And, and the idea is, the closer the the group, the circles in the middle are the ones we should invest and be most intentional with, with our time. But what ends up happening is if you took an inventory of your week, my guess is that outer circle, you know, work, acquaintances, they end up hijacking more of our time than the circles in the middle. So part of it is figure out what work-life balance should look for you. Again, if you're, if you're just trying to start out a career or you, you're running a business, I get it. It's hard. You, you, you're not going to get to do everything. So prioritize. Maybe for you, it's, here's what work-life balance means. It's, it, maybe it's, I want to exercise 30 minutes a day. I want to do a date night once a week. Um, I want to be at the important things for my kids. I've got three close friends that I want to make sure I talk to every week. Okay, great. Make a list, plug it in. If you got to make a calendar deal for it, make it. I, you know, I have, I have a group of, uh, I, I never had biological brothers, but I've got a guy's group of guys that I call my band of brothers and we all met the Lord through young life and high school and we still keep up with each other. 
and we all live in different places. And so I will do calendar reminders uh, once a week often for some of those guys where, hey, I know I'm going to be in my car for 20 minutes on the way home. I'm calling those guys. I'm not listening to sports radio on that day because I'm going to call my buddy. Or again, it's small things, but you have to be, my point is be intentional about whatever it is for you. Um, and, and, or, or again, other things will hijack your time if you're not intentional with it. Oh, I love that. The, the intentional word I think is key in all of this. And in, in part of your book too, you, you in this chapter about work-life balance, you, you, you talk a little bit about kind of the the culture that we have in the work environment where when somebody goes to yeah. something with their family, it's almost frowned upon or you feel bad or you hide about. It. So, so tell, tell the, the people watching yeah. that man up what, what you mean about that. Well, I actually have a phrase I call cheating on work. And before anyone thinks it's not the scandalous type of cheating or doing anything dishonest, but it, it's a phrase that I use because think about it. Think, look, I signed up for a job that, that cheats on, uh, my personal life all the time. And hey, that's I signed up for it. And what I mean by that is a dinner, um, a kid's event, um, something, you know, my, there is I'll take phone calls at all hours of the night. And that's just part of what I signed up for. My point, though, is work is rarely going to apologize for that. OK, it's just expected that work is going to cheat on some things that are, you know, it might be a date night. It might be whatever. Hey, I, there's things I signed up for that I've got to be responsible for. Yet on the flip side, for whatever reason in business, it's it's frowned upon when we cheat on works. And what you know, to your point, leaving early for a practice or 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 you know, even sometimes going on vacation, it's sort of like not a badge of honor anymore. And so my point is there has to be balance. Now again, we've got to know that work is going to cheat on our personal life sometimes, and that's often what we signed up for. But don't be afraid, conversely, uh you know, to cheat on work with the things that are important with you. One example and one illustration that I did earlier in my career was I would actually keep a list of in my job, I, I, I would categorize things. There was have to do, could do, you know, probably, you know, probably aren't going to do, but is also an option. And, and my point is I could have gone to a dinner or a convention every day, literally every day, early in my career when I was single, I went to almost all of it. I was trying to network and I was like, hey, this, that's part of me adding value is I'm going to all this stuff. Hmm. As, as my kids got older, I started balancing. I would, all right, here's two dinners I absolutely have to go to. It's part of my responsibility. It's, I signed up for this. I'm going to do it. I would tell my family, hey, I'm going to miss. Conversely, hey, my, my kids have a play or a pageant or I just need some time. I need a date night. And there was something at work that, you know what, might have boosted me, might have, but I, I had to say, you know what? Nope, that's gone. I'm doing these other two things, but these two things I'm doing with my family. And again, don't beat yourself up. There's different stages in your career where you, you, you have more flexibility to do that. But as much as you can, you've got to make those decisions because you can't, if you start communicating to your family or to your close friends or, or, or even your own, hey, keeping yourself healthy that, oh, well, this dinner's really, really important. I got news for you. There's going to be something that's really, really important every day. It, it's just like the old adage, you could stay at work. Most people could work till midnight and there'd be work to do. At some point you leave and you go, this will be here tomorrow. Um, you deal with the things you have to and then you leave. So that's kind of a long way of saying you've got to be intentional. Sometimes it's making lists of, and again, it depends on what your job is and what stage you're in. But for me, it was choosing the, this is something that only I can do and I really have to go to, okay, I'm going to do that. But this other thing that might be boosting my ego or maybe 
maybe this is good for my career path, but I don't have to go. I probably wasn't going to go because I needed to communicate to my family. Your thing is more important to me than that thing. I, I love that perspective. And, and I think it's so true back to your, your point about the different seasons of life that we're in. And yeah, because when I think back when I was single, I, yeah, I'd say yes to everything. Yeah, 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 I'll be there. Then when you get married, that changes. You, you check in with your wife and, and make sure you can do a certain number of things. Now I've got a young daughter and, and that's changed even more so. And, and so I think giving ourselves grace oftentimes yeah. is key. And, and then I and go ahead. Jump I was going to say, but even if you're if you're if you're listening to this and you're single and maybe you don't have kids, what what is there an area you want to serve? Is there an area you want to use your gifts? Or do you have friends that you want to you know exercise, hobbies? Those things are just as important in your stage of life as well, and you need to do those because if 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 work takes 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 from you, you're you're not going to be as good at your job. I I believe that. I mean, I remember asking a really wise. Uh, a wise executive at, at Toyota, one of our partners, um, who's a believer and he's a great guy. And I asked him, what are some of the things that you make me, that will make me the best president of Joe Gibbs Racing? And his exact answer was, you need to be a better, the better you are at following Christ and the better you are as a husband and as a dad, the better you'll be as the president of Joe Gibbs Racing. So I think that's great wisdom for all of us that you have to have your own house in order, your own self in order to be at your best at work. And that's, that's counter to what we think because we think, well, I got to I got to bust my butt and show them that it's the only thing that matters to me. Well, eventually you're going to burn out. And you're going to be of no use to them. So you've got to have balance, whatever stage you're in and whatever that looks like. Amen. I love that. That's that's tremendous and and so encouraging to hear. And and I think the, the, the last question for you, you, Dave, as you've got this opportunity to be the president of Joe Gibbs Racing. And, and of course, you know, Joe Gibbs is someone that, that we all look up to in, in so many different ways. And so in regards to this work-life balance, what's something that you've learned from him as he's been that example uh, w- within the organization? Well, it's, fu- it's funny you ask that because one of the things I talk about in the book is the struggle between wanting to be great and wanting to have work-life balance. And I would say, and if coach was right next to me, I think he would say he struggled in that area and has some regrets. And, and, and all, look, and I grew up with Joe's oldest son, JD, and I actually learned a lot in that area from JD. One of the things JD used to talk to me about was he watched his dad, who was in two pro sport hall of fames, but he's in there because he slept at the office three nights a week often. And I remember JD saying, I'm probably not going to go as hard as my dad did. And, and he, but he wrestled with that because he said, I don't want to be average at everything. I want to be really good. So there's this constant struggle. And I've learned, I've seen it with coach that he's in two pro sport hall of fames because he was all in with work. And again, did his best to um, balance time at home, but he would tell you with the NFL, he has some regrets. Again, he spent, spent the night, three nights a week and yeah. his, in his office. Now, would he have gone to four Super Bowls if he didn't? I don't know. And and so at some point there is a trade-off in your life. And and um, I, I think at the end of the day, people often ask, um, you know, hey, as a Christian businessman, what's the most important thing? I would say, well, the most important thing is to be really good at what you do because nobody cares what you think if you stink. And so so whatever field you're in, if you want a platform, you better be really good at what you do. And so that means taking work seriously but not making it the most serious, not making it our identity. And again, for listen, for all of you, it is, it is, a, it is difficult. There isn't an easy answer. Don't. And, and if you feel like you've gotten out of, you know, whack one way or another, it's not, Hey, start, 
start today. Um, for those of you with small kids, I might leave you with this just as an encouragement because I know, because Bryce, I know you have smaller kids. It's um, I, in my book, I have a journal entry in there that I wrote the night before my twins were leaving for college. And it'll make you cry as a dad. And I was basically saying, look, I got one night left and my kids are gone. And and obviously they don't leave forever. They come, they come back a lot, actually, which is good. <laughs> but but I had a saying when the kids were little, and that is enjoy your kids. Don't endure them. Often we think I'm just going to endure the day. Hey, enjoy every minute that you've been entrusted because of all the seasons in our lives. It's like the shortest one is that season we have when our kids are little. And then all of a sudden they grow up. And, you know, I'm going to be an empty nester, Lord willing, for 20, 30, 40 years, however many years the Lord gives me. But I only have small kids at home for a small amount of time. So when you're balancing your career and all these other things, you know, again, start with what's important to me and then be fiercely intentional with showing those people that are closest to you that you're important. Because, hey, they're not going to remember all the stuff that you did. They're just going to remember that dad loved them and prioritized them. That's all they're going to remember. So you need to do it or they'll remember that too. So as best you can. And again, don't beat yourself up. Do, do the best you can with it. Amen. Well, Dave, uh, it's, tr- it's tremendous insight. And, and again, the book is called Taking the Lead and encourage guys to, to check that out for, for some more encouragement uh, from Dave. And so we appreciate you being a part of the Man Up Charlotte Conference and, and so much uh, wisdom uh, being shared here at Man Up. And so thanks. There's Dave Alpern joining thanks. us here on Man Up Charlotte. Intriguing guests and inspiring conversations. This is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. And we're back in studio to unpack. The conversation we just had with Dave Alpern on the Unpacking It podcast, but it was first uh, a part of the Man Up Charlotte conference. And I encourage you to check out all the other uh, podcasts that that we did uh, for Man Up and the the videos that we did for Man Up. So you can watch, listen, check it all out. If you missed any part of the conference, uh, enjoy all of that content. And uh, if you went to the conference, I I hope you've enjoyed uh, listening or watching again. Uh, so so great to to have you uh, with us here on the on the podcast and th- this topic of of work life balance is one of my biggest struggles in life because as as I you know started this ministry unpacking it I, I've been all in since the beginning and, and in many ways it has consumed my my thoughts my my life uh, I'm so passionate about sports fans following Jesus and following God's call on my life and, and, and establishing, unpacking it as a, a ministry that, that can stick around and that can continue to have impact for, for many, many years. But, but it's required a lot of sacrifice. It's required uh, a lot of effort. And, and so I'm so thankful for the way God has, has used this ministry and grown this ministry and, and all the mighty ways that, that he's shown up. Uh, but the, the challenge that I have, you know, first when, when I started the ministry, um, I was newly married, and and so a lot of the sacrifices then were financial, uh, which is always a challenge in ministry, but uh, but especially at the beginning, and and then just the, the the time that it has continued to take, where you know we do stuff on the weekends and uh, there, we do things at night, and I'm always thinking about the next devotional or the next podcast or 
the, the next person to to talk to about the ministry and and you know we got to raise support and so there's a lot of you know stress and pressure and effort that goes into that and so this work life balance sometimes I get out of balance where I, I become so unpacking it focused that I'm not spending as much time with friends or I'm not as in tune with what's going on with my my extended family um, and sometimes I'm I'm so distracted at, you know at dinner with with Jody. Because uh, I'm thinking about you know what I got to do that night. Uh, I got to get back on my computer and, and work on stuff. And so I'm sure that you can relate to some of that. And and I think we just have to continue to be intentional. Uh, you know, set up the date nights, set up you know monthly uh, calls with our friends, or hey, we make sure we we we're watching games with buddies and enjoying that time. Uh, and then of course, from a spiritual standpoint, that, that's the most important thing. That, that that's almost non-negotiable. That we got to start our day with the Lord. Um, I know that I know how important that is for, for me. Um, but I, I think I get out of balance with other areas of life, especially, uh, working out and staying in shape. And so the importance of our, our health that can get out of balance when, when we're, we're so focused on other things. And, and so I think when we look to Jesus who, who gives us this rhythm of life and example, as he walked on, on earth, you know, he took breaks and, and he, he invested in you know time with 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 God the Father and and breaking away from the crowds and and so all of that is important uh, for us and and to look to to him as an example and you know just the way that he would sit down and have dinner with people I think we've got to enjoy that too not rushing through dinner actually inviting people to our house actually you know experiencing a meal with people and the fellowship that that comes from that and I think when we get out of balance we're always on to the next thing. Uh, that that ends up suffering. So um, so anyway, those, those are my thoughts on on some of what what Dave talked about. But it's such a great topic that w- that we have to continue to address, especially as as men. Oftentimes we uh, we struggle with this what what he calls uh, Dave Alpern calls achieving that elusive work life balance. Um, and I think changing the culture too, you know, in our own minds or changing our minds, which then recognizing what culture says. Because I remember when I first started unpacking it. I always wanted people to think that I was always available. I was always, you know, I'd respond to an email at night or quickly or, or you know, respond to texts or answer phone calls. Um, but, but I think sometimes we have to, that can go too far, uh, that we get out of balance and we're trying to come across a certain way. And it's like, no, that's not really best for me. And, and this, this email can wait until tomorrow. Um, but sometimes we're like, oh no, I got to show that I'm always, I'm always going to respond to an email, and that's fine. You want to be respectful and, and respond to people, uh, and, and there is a, a certain level of wanting to be available. But I think we get again out of balance with that, and, and we have to change the culture to say, hey, you know what? At night, I'm with my family. I, I'm dinner time. I'm not answering. I'm not answering the phone. <laughs> my phone's upstairs. Um, this is this is my time uh, with with my wife or yeah, you know, whatever whatever it is for you. So. Um, so you know, we have to think about that too. How, how, in what ways are we getting out of balance because we're trying to prove something or sh- or come across a certain way that is actually misguided? And sometimes it's you know showing our boss a certain uh, aspect to ourselves. But but are we are we losing ourselves in that and getting out of balance uh, because of that? So that's the challenge. Uh, for us to consider today. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that conversation with Dave Alpern. Uh, I know I did, and uh, great to have him back on the show, and, and great to have him a part of the Man Up Charlotte Conference. Again, you can check out uh, unpackingit.com, manupcharlotte.org. Uh, appreciate all of your support. Continue to uh, 
rate, review, and share this podcast uh, with your friends and, and your uh, networks, and, and greatly appreciate that. We will talk to you next time here on the Unpacking It podcast. I'm Bryce. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected, and through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well, and I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening to the Unpacking It podcast. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackingit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.